Hi, my name's Bernadette. In 2014, I took out $72,000 in student loans to pay for grad school. At the time, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into until I realized that I alone was responsible for paying it all off. 22 months later, I made my final payment. This is my story. Welcome to the Bernadette Joy Podcast. Crush this debt. Episode four, what's yours is mine. Hi, I'm AJ. You've probably figured it out by now, but I'm the husband. At the time of the events you're hearing in this podcast, we'd been married for four and a half years. If you've met us together, I'm clearly the more easygoing out of the two of us. It takes a lot more for me to get riled up. So when Bernadette brought up quitting her job and going to grad school while I bear the brunt of our expenses, I was happy to as I worked full time. She did the same for me when I was a real estate agent in New York. But this type of higher education was meant to be an investment. We always agreed that at least one of us should have an MBA for all the benefits it brings. But what was I really getting myself into? I had no clue what the future held for us. So while she took classes at night and went on student excursions, I had free time to make some extra cash on my own. For some time, I drove for Uber and Lyft and also took more opportunities being casted as an extra in popular and also some random TV shows and movies being filmed in the area. Honestly, in doing this, I was living a tiny bit of my own dream. AJ was in the dark. Well, not completely in the dark. He knew that the program was expensive and that I had been making some payments along the way. But if I had no clue how much it cost, he really had no clue. Neither of us ever talked about an actual plan on how I'd pay it off. We just knew that when I joined the program, I hated my career and wasn't sure what I was going to do next. We agreed that I could take what we thought would be a temporary pay cut, figure it out, and then go back to a nice salary when I graduated. Now, the night I figured out exactly what a mess I got into, which we talked about in the last episode, I didn't go to AJ right away. Luckily, we each have our own spaces at home, and it wasn't unusual for me to be holed up in my office, studying, or taking classes late at night. I cried for a good bit alone in my office, berating myself for what an idiot I had been. Should I tell AJ? God, I was so ashamed. I prided myself on being smart and independent with money. I had a nice chunk of savings in the bank, I always paid my credit cards in full, and it never really felt like we had to worry about money, even with my pay cut. But as I sat and cried, I thought about all the decisions we've made in the past. When we got married, we paid for our wedding on our own, without any help. When we sold his bachelor pad to move in together, we made that sale jointly. When we moved to North Carolina, we both quit our jobs to start fresh. When we bought our first home and then our second home, we always talked through those decisions together. Though in both cases, he'll probably admit I was actually pushing those ideas along. But this felt different. I felt like I had been really selfish, getting an MBA costing six figures that AJ wouldn't get to benefit from, like all her other decisions. I would be pretty pissed at me if I were him. But I knew I had to tell him, so I peeled myself off my office floor and walked over to him. He was probably watching YouTube videos about Clemson. He's a big Clemson football fan. It's about the only thing that gets him riled up. Expects his players to be able to make plays, but watch how Gary Hey, I think I fucked up. Huh? You mean in class? 
class was fine, but I started looking at my student loans, and I think I really fucked up. Can we talk about it? And I told him about over the $65,000 and the thousands of dollars already built in interest. And I waited for him to say something. And it has been in the past on this field. Oh, geez. Seeing she looked upset, how can I put this calmly? I said something like, yeah, I'm not surprised. That's the whole point. You take the loan to better your education and get a job that will help us pay these off. I thought we could easily handle it. If everyone else got student loans, then we should be able to pay them off with the little debt we have now. By the way, this is how most of our conversations go when it comes to big decisions. I get really fired up about something and rant for a while. He'll usually stare at me blankly until I'm finished saying my piece. If he has an opinion, he'll say it, pretty matter-of-factly without much emotion. If he doesn't have an opinion, or sometimes when he's not quite sure what to say, he'll stare at me blankly and say nothing. Our family jokes about AJ being a robot sometimes. Sometimes I actually have to ask him to blink, to signal he's at least heard me. This time, that matter-of-factly response was not what I was looking for. Why aren't you freaked out by this? The interest is already thousands of dollars and I haven't even graduated yet. What if it grows to even bigger and the interest keeps growing? Interest on top of interest. And I still don't know what I want to do with my life. Should I keep doing recruiting? I can't start dressed. Should I start looking for a new job? Should I get a second job? Well, we're already living on my income, and anything that you make is basically gravy on top. I mean, this is what we signed up for. You see, I too knew the definition of a loan and the obligation to pay things back, just over time. (sighs) And I can't believe we just spent $12,000 in that dang kitchen. Oh yeah, remember that HGTV obsession? It was in full force just a few weeks earlier. I convinced AJ it was time to renovate our kitchen, just like I saw on the Property Brothers. So we tore down a wall to create an open concept. New counters, new backsplash, new hardwood floors. We hadn't expected that Bernadette would make much more money during her recruiting part-time, and we were pleasantly surprised when she made any money at all. And naturally, I thought we should spend all that money on a new kitchen, even though our old kitchen was functioning just fine. This was before I even thought about my student loans. All I knew was that a shiny, bright new kitchen to show off to all my family and friends was what I wanted. Except now, all I felt was regret. I can't believe we just spent all that money on the kitchen. What was I thinking? We should have saved that money for the loans. Seriously, AJ, what are we going to do? What do you mean? Of course, the next task is to start paying it off. Well, that's what the project manager in me said. But I could see she was visibly upset about the whole loan thing, which we obviously can't take back now. Ugh, here we go. AJ with all the answers per the use. I looked at the loans and it's for at least 10 years. There is no way I can live with this for a decade. The thought of living with this for that long makes me want to throw up. Well, I knew she wasn't going to get over it by the way she was talking. So any response about generally paying it off early was not going to fly. Maybe if I stay quiet? Hello? Blink if you hear me. Okay, still got to answer. How could I calm her down and make her realize it's not that big of a deal? Wasn't it obvious she would start her new MBA-ish career or start her own business and we'd be able to make the payments? So I said, 
Any extra money we earn can go towards a student loan, and you can still decide what career you want. Well, if we use your salary to live on and put all my commissions towards a loan, it still won't be enough. I don't want to make you pay for this, too. Maybe I need to find a new job soon. I guess I can't start this dress business for a while. No way. Your debt is my debt. Me not paying didn't even cross my mind. I also hate feeling indebted to anyone. I never had any student loans in college and have always paid off credit card balances. We're in this together. I don't think I told her at the time, but though she might not have known what she was doing with her life, I saw and felt there was something about her that could take us past an average life. Her smarts, drive, and passion, if aligned correctly, could be something big. I didn't know what it was, but I thought our future was worth this setback. So how do I pick her up out of this hole and get her and us back on track? Don't worry, honey. We're in this together now. And that's what I needed to hear. I needed to know I wouldn't have to do this alone. And I know a lot of people do feel like they have to work through these things by themselves. I knew classmates who were single or divorced. I had friends who had boyfriends or girlfriends but didn't talk about money. I even knew married couples that kept their student loans as their own. I was still worried and scared, but honestly, I was exhausted. A couple hours of crying will do that. But I did feel a little relief. I felt really lucky that I had someone who was going to help me figure this out. I went to bed not knowing what the plan would be, but I did know that AJ was going to be there with me. And that was enough to get me to sleep, at least enough to start planning for the next day. Stay tuned for episode number five, the first 100 days. Like the president has his first 100 days in office, we'll talk about the drastic changes we had to make in the first three months of our debt-free journey. The Bernadette Joy podcast, Crush This Debt, is written, executive produced, and hosted by me, Bernadette, and co-hosted by my husband, AJ. The show is produced by Andy Goh, and our music is by Harvey Cummings. Our show artwork is done by Abigail Joy. Check us out at BernadetteJoy.com slash podcast. We want to hear from you. We know that people have lots of experiences with debt and few people talk about it. Help us break that taboo. Call us at 980-999-1283 and leave us a message with your debt story or what our story meant to you. We'll play those messages in a future episode and hopefully we'll make talking about money a little less difficult. Again, that's 980-999-1283. And don't forget to leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It helps our show get discovered by others who may be striving to pay off their own debt. We hope that our story will inspire others to never quit.